Hey everyone, this is At Home with Linda and Drew. If we sound muffled, it's because our shirts are over our noses. I don't want to inhale someone's burp. We have a special guest with us today who just burped. And I will admit that I did too. And so now, yeah. Linda, it's your turn and to go. And I'm the only one. Oh, I'm saving it up for you guys. For the end. The big burp. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I just want to let you guys know, <laughs> this is At Home, a show where we burp and chat with artists, experts, leaders, dreamers, and doers on the impact that they're creating in the world, starting at home. Mm, okay, I'm going to take this off now. I'm back. I'm back. It doesn't smell. On this show, we find inspiration in big and small moments and in successes and failures and everything in between because we think that every conversation is a chance for us to learn more about our relationships, our communities, and the planet. Well, because we truly believe that the difference we want to make out there starts where we are right now, right here, and it starts with ourselves at home. Oh, yeah. All right, let's start right here. First off, we want to wish happy birthday to dad. Two big birthdays this week. Dad Scott. My dad is turning 87 this week. Just a young young 87. Dad is young for his age. I think he doesn't look a day over 86. Oh. No, I You're lucky he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) Ouch. Dad doesn't listen to us. Uh, I actually think that. I think dad looks like he's like 65. Both of your parents are. So young looking and mm. young at heart. They've had lots of work done. And they're so active. Yeah, they did have a lot of work done, but whatever. I can't yeah. believe that like, they get so excited to talk about their workouts. Like they just, last night when they were messaging us saying, we did our workout and they go for long walks and dad hits the bike and mom lifts weights. Yeah. And mom then, pumps iron. And then we, she does. <laughs> so yes. And today is also our nephew Will's birthday. Eight. Happy birthday. He's turning eight. That's a big gap between 87 and 8. He seems much wiser than 8. He really does. He's a smart kid. I feel like he's actually like 18, but he's just pretending he's 8. Probably, because he's so smart. He's like, I'm just going to milk it. I was trying to to trip him up with a math problem over dinner. yeah. Yeah, so I was giving him this math problem, and I didn't think he would get it. And he did. He stopped for a second, and he had sort of this blank look, and I'm like... (laughs) <laughs> this kid's got nothing. <laughs> and then he came up with the answer. I'm like, shoot, he did that quicker than I did that. Quicker than I did. Yeah. Well, this month we are talking all about change and transformation in ourselves and in our relationships and family, Careers. career, community. And first, before we get into all those great conversations with our guests throughout the month, today, Linda and I are going to be digging into ourselves and mm. our relationship. And we have a special guest because we thought... It was really important to have a moderator when we're talking about ourselves. Yeah. And actually, other people know us more than we know ourselves sometimes. That's true. Because we, okay, we'll tell you who it is. It's Annalie, our sis. And we were talking about how we've changed, but it's hard to recognize that in ourselves. So, yeah. And Annalie, thank you for joining us. Any time. (laughs) Annalie spends probably as much time with us as she does with her husband, my brother JD. Uh, and so we really think you more than anyone could tell us about our change. Go. I mean, where That's do all the I time start? You had. That's all oh, the time you man. had. You're done. We're such changed people. Yeah, it feels like home. 
Okay, if ADT wasn't professional enough, now ADT installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. I mean, what are they going to do next? They're, they're going to start a country singing career. I would listen to a country band named ADT. Also, I like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with my Google Nest doorbell. Just saying. Your Google Nest doorbell? I said our. He said my. Everybody check that. Yeah. All right. Well, I like to control my ADT smart devices like my lights, my locks. (laughs) My security system with Google Nest speakers and displays. And I like to say, hey, Google, to get started. Listen, I said ours. I'm all about ours, not mine. Help protect what matters most with all this, plus 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer. Our homework was to find a therapist at the beginning of the year, probably end of last year. Probably that was our our goal 10 years ago when we started dating. And then February, we talked about it again and we're like, okay, by the end of the month, we're going to find a therapist. And we did. Well, okay, so we talked to Tara and she's like, I have some suggestions. So she gave us a suggestion and then we got another recommendation from Dr. Dr. Scott. Scott. So we've reached out to both of them. Two amazing therapists. I think for us, and I don't know how you guys uh, do this. I mean, because I think, you know, therapy or, or talking to a counselor or whoever it might be, just somebody that you can open up with. Do you Do you guys sort of like try a few out and then go from there or... Well, Annalie's done a lot, so you tell us, Annalie. This is one of the things that's really hard to navigate because therapists, it's not like... It's not like when you're hiring a makeup artist and you go on Instagram and you look at their portfolio. Like most therapists don't have a cool page that you're going to really... Show me your insides. Yeah, like... (laughs) It's not like social media where you you go to this account and you're like, oh, visually, I vibe with this person. Because I went on a few different sites that are therapist sites and it's almost like the Yelp reviews for each of them kind of a thing or they they list off their resume. I did find mine on Yelp, by the way. Did you? Oh, wow. I did, yeah. Yay, I read the reviews because you're you're essentially looking for a doctor um, because you need help with something. So it is difficult. Actually, no, but that's the thing. Sorry, I, I want to interrupt there because I feel that that is the misconception with uh, a therapist because I don't think you should just go to them when you think you need help with something. I feel that everybody should talk to a therapist because it's just good and healthy to yeah. sort of plan ahead. Oh, I not could just, not agree more, yeah. but most people don't do yeah, that. Most yeah. people wait until there's like some sort of crisis right. they can't cope with life. And then it's like, well, I want to find somebody who it's like going to get me, but visually- like that's you know just how we look at a website. So what what are the steps? Like, do you interview them? Do you like date them for a little bit? And so then- most therapists will do like a consultation, and a lot of them they'll either do it like half the price of their normal rate, or it's free, um, depending on you know whatever their structure is. But yeah, I always advise just going into that consultation open minded, and yeah, you want to see if you vibe because some personalities just don't mm-hmm. mesh. But um, you know. I, if you know from the beginning, like you're uncomfortable or, or there's just something not right, just don't force it. But also mm. you can't just quit just because it didn't feel perfect. So it, it is a mix for me. I really, I try to read reviews. I try to see like what they're actually certified in because that's the, another big thing is that like coaching has become really popular and there is zero regulation on coaching. Anybody can coach. There are literally high schoolers who coach and it's not illegal. 
So if you really want help, it's very important to like find what they're certified in, what kind of training they do. And like you said, some of them seems like they specialize in everything. You can't specialize in everything. Yeah. I have two questions. First off, how much are you charging us for this session? Is this half price or is this free? Family, um, family I think discount? This is uh, my rent, right? Okay, there you go. Done. Uh, two, so many people just have that fear. I don't want to tell anybody that I need to see a therapist because they'll, they'll think there's something wrong with me. I think it's just hard to admit our own issues and to admit that we need to work on ourselves because well, it's, it's uncomfortable. Like everyone knows that everyone has problems. Like- there's no denying that. I guess it's just the scary part of like admitting it and then like having to commit to it. Yeah, but that that's the thing that I just find we've talked about this before, but if I break my leg, nobody yeah. looks like me like there is something wrong with that person. They're just like, Oh, are you have okay? You seen have his you broken baby toe? Oh, I have it's a pretty creepy gnarly. ass broken baby toe. <laughs> but um but that anything like that, people are sympathetic to that and are you okay oh um you know what's yeah. the, what, what's your therapy like when you think physical therapy people actually are there to encourage you about it or mm-hmm. it's fine the moment you think mental therapy or speaking to somebody because of how you are on the inside that's when people have this big yeah. fear of, of communicating that you know i think linda and i can probably relate to that extra and i mean i know every every family is different but like with her like being from an asian family and me being from a mexican family like it is very much like your feelings don't matter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like don't talk about your feelings. Like you just got to push through. And yeah, you don't want to burden anyone with your feelings. Yeah, and and, just, and especially coming from like, I mean, my family wasn't big, my immediate family, but my extended family was. And so it was very much kind of, yeah, the family's too big to worry about your problems. Yeah, you have to worry about survival. Yes, or yes. putting food on the table or mm-hmm. doing your part. And your part isn't... Um, like you're not doing your part by like putting your emotions on other people. Right. Like mm-hmm. what do you want other people to do about it? Which is why therapy is great. Cause then you can put it on an outside person yeah. who well, knows how to deal with it. But that is a good point too. I mean, you and I have talked about this um, when we've had arguments or if there's been sort of emotionally charged conversations, is it fair to put that on your spouse or your partner all the time? And I think, you know, like, you and I are trying, we always try and be there for each other. However, I think there is a point in any relationship, if you keep putting a certain yeah. amount of emotion on somebody, it's going to wear thin. It, mm, it yeah. is, it's going to affect the relationship. And, and speaking of like change, for me personally, that perspective has changed. Like I used to think like between partners, like if we're in it together, we we have to share everything and take all of you know the other person's burden. I don't think that anymore because like, it's unfair to put all your burdens on one person. And I think especially in the past year, I've like realized the importance of like just building your community of support. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you have your, your girlfriends to talk about certain things and then you have your, your husband or, or wife or partner to talk about certain things. Like there is validity to leaning on your community Mm -hmm. um, because people are happy to help, like I'm happy to help anyone. It, well, you know, um, what, in talking about your community, though, I have noticed when Annalie, ha- over the last few years, as Annalie has spent more time with us, you're like, thank gosh, thank because God. now you don't have to talk to me for five hours. Exactly. <laughs> and I think JD feels the same way when I get more time with Linda. He's like, yes. No. Yeah. It, instead of at night when you're just about when you're just about to fall asleep, I'm like, are you awake? Yeah. 
What oh, are you thinking? What oh, are you thinking? No, no, Linda said this to me. I will have thought that I have shared my full day with her because it wasn't a lot or I said whatever it was and I think I'm done. And then um, and then I'm falling asleep and then she's like, oh, I guess we're done then. <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> and I miss you. I haven't like really talked to you all day. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, like me and Emily, we can catch up for a few hours yeah. and then- you and JD don't have to deal with it. I have no desire. How, how is JD? Because with Linda and me, I don't like long, drawn-out conversations in person or on the phone or whatever it is. Um, JD used to be worse than me. Like, JD hated anything more than 10 seconds on a phone. How is he now? Yeah, no, he's still the same. He definitely makes an exception for me, but he, I mean, I'm. I love really just getting in my head and talking about things. And I mean, as like Linda and I literally (laughs) can talk for hours in a day about the same thing and then be right back talking about it the next day. Um, JD definitely gets dozy eyes and he tries so hard, but he just like physically can't do it. It's like him watching a musical. Yes. He glazes over. Yes. In fact, I think when you keep talking, he's just hearing a musical in his head. And there's some music. But it is good. Like, so honestly, when you have been staying with us, it is a healthier thing, I think, for Linda and my relationship too, because then Linda has someone else in person to talk to. It's the same, you know, Linda, when your sister, when Hannah moved into the neighborhood, it's so great because you guys spend so much time together and you really have great conversations and support each other. And I think that that is something that just, it's not, I'm not saying that like, I don't want to support you and have those conversations, oh, but I think there's a, <laughs> there's a different dynamic between me, a man and a woman talking us in a relationship and then someone with their sister. But it's uh, also like if JD were here and you guys are up here nerding out over all the tech stuff and Linda and I, I are like, okay, bye. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go eat. <laughs> uh, speaking of eat, we, uh, we are on a schedule. I'm going to pull a Drew and be efficient. Okay. Um, what is the change that you've seen in yourself? I mean, even within the last year. For me, I would say something I've been conscious of and 100% this is all because of you is being more aware of how the people around me are receiving what I'm saying. Because I think for many years, I, I just, I am very efficient as you know, and I love just, I'll say something, I'll move on, but sometimes it can almost sound like barking orders. And I've really noticed a shift in the energy of the people that I'm talking to when I've been a bit more contemplative of how I'm saying things and making sure that they're understanding and receiving what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, how have yeah. you, or, or even on on set, Annalie, what do you think? Oh my God, yeah. I mean, that's what we were talking about earlier. The whole reason I'm here is because we're having this conversation. Like, I mean, I've noticed such a big shift in you in just, yeah, really contemplating and paying attention to what people are saying. And because I do spend so much time with you at home and like in personal life and at work, I just see you taking so much more time to, you're very conscious of meeting anyone new on set, really trying to remember names. Um, if you've worked with them before on another show. And I, yeah, I've just seen you really try to be more showing that you're caring because you've always been very caring, mm-hmm. but now you really make the effort to like let it show to other people. Like, mm. hey, I see you. I'm paying attention to you. I appreciate you. And mm-hmm. the thing too is, it's not. I'm not making a, conscious effort almost to do it i'm just doing it right and i think it's just been more because linda like you are such a caring person and so i think that that has just naturally rubbed off on me from the last few years so you want me to keep rubbing you keep rubbing me yeah <laughs> please do i mean honestly like i don't 
I don't know. I mean, I've only known you for six years, but I don't know. I just can't imagine what you were like before, Linda. Total asshole. <laughs> I don't think you're Total an asshole. Total jerk. Total jerk. I'll well, take that. What, what, do you, what do you think? I mean, what have For you myself noticed? or with you? Well, let's start, since we were talking about me, everybody, let's start with me. Like, what have you noticed as a difference in me and then t- us together? Um, as much as I seem to nag on you, like, to slow down, <laughs> Drew's, like, nodding with his eyes wide open. Um, you have done a lot of that, even though we're still... in incredibly busy because I would burn out quickly. I would look out for you, Drew, to say like, you shouldn't work so much because you're going to burn out. You're going to get sick, blah, blah, blah. But I think more recently I've realized like, that's just me. Like you're different in that. Like you can handle things. You can handle like 30 projects at once and, and you're still okay. And you're still able to dedicate as much energy to work as you do with like your personal life. I'm the MacGyver so I, about home. I can handle lots of things. <laughs> you are actually like you have been like the tech person on the podcast. You've been like the handy guy around the house and cook breakfast and clean the toilets and all this stuff. And like I, I do, I, will not I threw clean. the toilets in there so that he, you know, like positive reinforcement to it. Do I it, will do not it. clean other people's toilets. <laughs> just your own. Just my own. Um, but yeah, I think that's the biggest thing I realized. Like I just can't handle as much. Um, so I've been okay saying like no to things more recently, I think. And I, I, I mean, mean, Annalie, you can tell me if I'm just lying. No, <laughs> no, you've been really good about that. And I mean, I, yeah, I've noticed that you, you used to say yes to everything because that's, it's like, I don't know what your love language is, but like you love doing acts of service for people. Mm-hmm. You love mm-hmm. to help. And so while you were trying to support on the business end of things and be supportive with like the pace of trying to keep up with Drew and whatever projects came up, you're also at the same pace trying to help your entire family, all of your friends. Mm-hmm. Whereas not that Drew doesn't care about those people, but everybody knows how busy he is because it's just easy to visually see he's on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, as hard as I work, Linda's working equally hard exactly. just in different ways and in, on different But projects. very few people are privy yeah, exactly. to seeing that. ADT now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. Help protect what matters most with 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. You said that very professionally. I try. (laughs) Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help you make your home smarter and safer. I think we both embraced what we are best at and acknowledging that so that we're not putting the pressures of how we work on each other. Mm-hmm. That is such a, like what you just said makes so much sense. The, like both are a brain drain. So for Linda to try to keep up with your pace, that that pace fuels your fire. Mm-hmm. It makes it bigger, it makes it burn brighter. It burns her out. Yeah. yeah Whereas totally. going really deep makes her flame bigger, yeah. burn brighter burns you the hell out. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. That's the, and I wonder, is that is that just, is that sort of a like a male-female thing, do you think, in some way? I think it is in a lot of ways. And, and I think that's one thing that a lot of people disagree about is the male-female dynamic. But when you really look into biology and even how the difference in like men's and women's mind, their brains, Function, I mean, yeah. that's a real thing. And it's not saying that either one's superior. That's just- yeah on an evolution scale, like we've learned to grow this way to complement each other. Yeah. And it's just that now 
because the world's changing and like women are working, there's kind of this conflict of like, okay, now, now how do we adjust because things have changed so much in the last little while? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like it feels like slowing down means like to be more domestic. Yes. And, and it feels like uh, a betrayal to, you know, a strong, independent, fierce woman. Mm-hmm. But I know that doesn't feel like natural to me, like to be like super loud and super like go get it. Like, yeah, I, I want things and I want things deeply, but like I don't have to express that in a way that is considered like successful entrepreneur. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's this like- You don't have to be a girl boss all the time. Yeah. like I You can, I can and just, that's cool, but you don't have to. Yeah. Or you can be a girl boss in like in different ways. Like I feel like the way certain- and actually, I don't want to say that, but I was going to say the way certain like girl bosses are portrayed, it like takes on more male quality. Oh, yeah, it gets very way. masculine. And that's, yeah. I mean, but that's I what think... I mean. It's Can not I... a bad thing. But... Yeah. To me, is that not over labeling, like making like a token out of it? Like, oh, you're a girl boss. Why aren't you yeah. not just a boss? I yeah, loathe I, that term. I agree. Someone got me a little desk name plate one time that said girl boss. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. But, like I can be a boss too. I don't have to be yeah. a girl boss. At the same time, like I was also like, I also subscribed to that at one point because mm-hmm. like it did feel empowering very temporarily. And then you realize like, well, like bosses can be girl guy or whatever you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't, but it's like saying like best female, female author or like first, yeah. whatever. You're just, a best yeah. author. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But I will say when we were chatting with Sonny and Ashley from Rare Breeds, mm-hmm. their I mean their book was amazing and that actually was a huge eye opener for me to understand how to communicate with Linda. Mm. Actually, and, yeah, I did feel that difference after you read that and I was like, "Yay, I should have gotten this book." Or they should have read this <laughs> yeah. book earlier. But and that so that was a transition point for me and I think there have been a few moments like that throughout our relationship where it's really understanding each other's personality traits and and how to communicate with each other has helped us grow in our relationship um, with each other with ourselves, with everybody at work, mm-hmm. everyone in our life. Yeah, it did make me understand like you, Drew's personality trait more. Like you're definitely audacious and that is just you. Like that, like Annalie said. Yeah, I, I flash fry, you marinate. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh, that's wow, good. That's a great. No <laughs> big deal, guys. Trademark. Okay. Even though I don't like fried foods, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you, right. Okay, just the same way you don't like sweets. Right. Yeah, so you talking about how rare breeds helped you communicate better um, and, and like earlier, you guys were saying how you feel like you argue more now, mm-hmm. but it's so interesting because I mean, speaking of like transformation, I feel like because I do live with you guys <laughs> a, for chunks of time when we're filming and stuff, I feel like your relationship is so deep now. And I think it's good that you argue more yeah, because you're actually challenging each other instead of just like, not that you didn't care before, but it was easier to blow it off. And we we make time for conversation more. Like mm-hmm. in the past, we didn't really do eating dinner together. Yeah. And I know part of it was because before we would be going out to dinner after work or, or some business meeting. Whereas like now that we can't go anywhere, we've had so many amazing conversations yeah. after dinner and we just sit there for hours talking. And yeah. I've never done, my entire life, I have never sat for as long as we have sat for some of these <laughs> and dinners. that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, but, but it doesn't feel like a long time. Like it's actually great conversation. Yeah. But but here's- That's a, the benefit of slowing down. That is true. Mm-hmm. But, but here's something that Linda and I have actually argued a bit about in the past. And so I'm curious to see, Lindor, what you think too. But the we have these great conversations at dinner 
But then when it's just Linda and me, we don't have these great long conversations and that's caused some friction. But the, what I have said to Linda in the past is, it's not that I don't want to have these long conversations, but her and I have already had a lot of this conversation. Mm-hmm. When there's a third person there who's not in our space all the time, there's more to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, how- And it's not so much friction, it's just a curiosity and a realization that yeah. like, because we do so much together and we spend so much time together, that we don't bring up different points of views that an outside person or like a third person would bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and at some points, yeah, it did like make me feel sad that like we didn't have these in-depth conversations, but sometimes you do need that like someone else to inspire spark conversation that, yeah. or spark that, yeah. And, and I think that's that's <clears throat> the one thing for me is it's not like we're not losing our connection or we're not losing our love for each other just because we don't have the long conversations. It's just that we've already discussed a lot of that. And so- yeah, it, it is fun when when you stay over and there's something new, or you're talking about something that you and JD were doing that sparks a whole new mm-hmm. great conversation for hours. Uh, it's it's been really cool. I mean, being here for all these conversations because it is it, it brings so much more awareness to the stuff that we're talking about, and and as much as I know, it helps you guys kind of be more aware because yeah. I can give the perspective. Um, of the third person. I mean, yeah. it helps me be more aware of things as well. Yeah, it, it definitely helps me because if I notice that you and I, Annalie, get into a pattern of talking about the same thing or I'm like venting about the same thing, it makes me think like, oh, okay, I need to stop. Like, like that means I haven't done any work on that mm-hmm. because we're yeah. talking about the same thing. If you're harping on it, all you're doing is harping on it. You're not actually finding a solution to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 What I like is, it's like when you work out at the gym with a buddy, you stay accountable to them. They make sure that you do the workout. You're like our gym buddy for our minds in our relationship. (laughs) Relationship gym buddy. But you guys are for me too. Cause you know, last week, whenever you pulled the conversation cards out and it was, what do you wish you could say no to more? And I was like, I've actually done really good at saying no. And I'm, I'm pretty in a good place with it. And then Drew, you said, I, w- I need to say no to sugar more. And I said, like, no, that's me too. I need to say no to sugar. <laughs> As I got ice cream for all of us yesterday. Uh, uh, Drew is always like the, the instigator. I don't like sugar. I don't like that. sweets, guys. But, but I feel like we, we do still help each other. Yeah. We, we eat our salads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but totally. I think it, it does help me to have someone around. I mean, sometimes it feels very exposed. Like, okay, so right before we started recording this, Drew and I had like, a short argument, but it like blew up pretty fast. Pretty Can we quick. explain what the argument was? The whole thing? No, because I don't think th- I don't think the content matters. It's like how I reacted to it because I was reacting to how you reacted to it. Yeah. And it was like my thing is always like whenever Drew raises his voice. I start raising my voice because I'm like, uh-uh, you're not going to be the only person who can raise your voice in here. Well, the but thing then, is, in the beginning, no, I raised wait, my- oh, wait, sorry, wait, yeah. But I, what I <laughs> noticed is that like, I very quickly wanted to like rebel and like not pay attention anymore. So I, so I picked up my phone and I just was not acting like I was not paying attention because I didn't want to look at you. I you went to Instagram. <laughs> but what I noticed is that like, I got over it quickly because I had to remind myself that like, you were in the heat of the moment just as I was, or like you were just trying to get your point across. And because your voice is naturally louder, it sounds meaner. It's easier for you to sound meaner. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. So, <laughs> so I got I, over I'm gonna, it. I'm going to tell a little backstory here and then we can get in. So <laughs> I, there's something that like a, a, a project that I've been running through my mind for the last month. There's a whole lot of planning that's been going into it. And so I was trying to explain it to Lyndon and Annalie and get some insight, but they weren't, 
picking up what I was throwing down. And so oh, yeah. my automatic thing is to go to a louder, more clear Drew voice to try and explain. But We're of course- We're six feet apart. Like I can yeah, hear you clearly. That just comes across <laughs> as me being bullish. Like it, it's, and so then Linda starts to react with a stronger voice that just comes back like really sharp on me, which sets me off. And then it's like this whole back and forth sort of thing. Meanwhile, I'm over here with my popcorn, just enjoying the show. Yeah. What was that like for you? I want to know because you, you've probably seen us get in a few arguments. Oh yeah. Um, it's kind of funny now because I just see it. I see it as an opportunity to mediate. Our moderator. Oh, yeah, you are our yeah. mod. I do enjoy doing it, so it's fine. But okay, know. how would you how would you say that we recovered or didn't recover from that? Like I was being standoffish. Well, I have a better wait, question. What? I have a better question. Who do you feel instigated? Oh, gosh. oh Lord. And that's not a good who question. Who do you feel? <laughs> you put me on the spot. And who do you feel contributed to <laughs> diffusing the situation? Okay. Um. <laughs> You're so excited right now. Linda like, is so giving me death smiling stare. so big. I'm not giving you death stare. I'm just saying that's not like a. I don't think that's a productive question but sure I think it's it's good conversation though and I'm not laughing and smiling because I think that (laughs) you were the instigator I'm just laughing and smiling so I think um, (laughs) I don't know that it was the wisest decision to bring up a big topic at the end of the day (laughs) it's already been a long day and we're still going to record this and and a topic that I knew would not go well with Linda yeah yeah, that probably wasn't the most ideal time Um, but it's like a competition for Drew I've seen like Linda and I are so similar in that when we get actually upset we shut down and it's hard for us to like actually vocalize what we want to say sometimes I feel like you did a really good job of recovering thank you 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 came back probably faster than I've ever seen you come back I would agree and I had a solution to what we were arguing about yeah that you, you did not see after yes. a month of stewing over and, these ideas. And Drew apologized really fast. He usually and that's, does. That's like how yeah. JD and I argue now. Like we used to have those long drawn out fights and now it's like we get in our little tiff. One of us apologizes and then we're just like, okay, give it a yeah. bit. We're fine. Do you have like a ritual to like signify like, okay, this thing is done? Or like, do you have to just like peace out for a bit on your own and then come back and it's okay? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think like being in therapy has been helpful because it, it's just helped me see my patterns. And that's really with almost anybody, whether you have like a behavioral disorder or not, it's generally just like not helpful patterns that mm-hmm. you get used to. Yeah. And you get comfortable reacting in that way. Whereas when you when you learn, oh, when I shut down, that makes him think that I'm mad. I'm not mad, right. I'm actually really hurt. Same. I'm just too sad I'm too embarrassed to to express my pain my yeah. hurt yeah. or you're just processing it and you don't know how to or, express yeah. it in a way that you think will be understood so yeah yeah so you just stay quiet in instead of making it worse I, I yeah. think that that is because I'm the opposite of the two of you guys in a heated situation I get more vocal and I get more my whole thing is I try to lay out the facts mm-hmm. which sometimes Wait, drives, no, it's what you think the facts m- are yeah my <laughs> that's very true yeah it's what I feel the facts are yeah um which usually is 
factual. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see Linda's face right now. <laughs> uh, no, but but so that's that's the whole thing is the recognizing your habits. Like you were saying, you mm-hmm. guys shut down or whatever I'm doing with trying to lay out what I think fact is. Um, but it's the same with anything. Or some people, they get really frustrated or they get upset. The first thing they do is they go to food. Mm-hmm. Or if they get really upset, the first thing they do is, is scream and yell or slam a door. As soon as you know what your reactions are, now you're more aware. And then the next time it happens, like Linda, you came back fast um, mm-hmm. this time around. I think that is such a cool step to transforming who you are because bit by bit, you're going to become a different person, Yes, which could really strengthen a relationship. Yeah. I and- think in that particular situation, now given the time to think back, I don't think I was doing in the emotion of like us yelling at each other. I was focusing more on the solution of like mm. what the heck we what we were actually talking about. So it was more of a solution space rather than like me feeling like offended by you raising your voice. Yeah, and I I think also, you know, you just pointing out when you when we develop these habits and and once we start to notice that, we can change it. It also helps us really become aware of what our triggers are that cause those reactions. And then so you can actually start looking out for, oh, I know that this type of situation generally makes me react this way. Maybe how can I avoid it? How can I change the situation? You know, people are quote unquote triggered all the time now. Mm-hmm. And even before that was like a kind of a, whatever, it's become kind of a trendy word. And I, and I don't mean that not to be sensitive, but everyone you know, says they're triggered about whatever thing, but that's just part of life. Like we're going to run into things that, that bother us. And when you're like at work or if you're trying to accomplish something, if you realize what the things are that, that get you stuck or get you frustrated and you can actually learn to work through that, mm-hmm. then life is bliss. Yeah. And then, you know, it just makes the transformation easier. It does. And then every time it, it's, it's like riding a bike. You, the, every time you do that, when you have a conversation or you know that you have these triggers, it's going to get easier and easier and easier. Thousand percent. And, yeah. and this this month is all about different types of transformation, which is really exciting for us. The conversations we've had with our guests, it, you guys are going to love it. Yeah, it's you know not just I know we've been talking about transformation in ourselves and in relationships, but I'm excited to see how these little habits of transformation in ourselves like emanates outwards to our work, to projects that we are working on, to um, family, to community. I, I definitely learn a lot from seeing and listening to other people too and, and their life stories and what they how they've changed. Mm-hmm. I, I think just like you were saying earlier, I, I love soaking up all of that knowledge from other people's experiences because that can help strengthen our relationships. It can help strengthen my internal dialogue. And mm-hmm. so I, Ooh, I'm... Ex- that's, that's the thing that I really need to change. Your internal dialogue? Yeah. It's hard. And it's, I hate... Not to go back to like the self, but like it, when you said that, I was just like, ooh. Yeah. It's good though. My frenemy but, within is like, yeah. the force is strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get Tara Schuster to come back and talk to you more about that. Yeah, to uh, talk to my frenemy. And but you know... But that's the thing is you have the awareness now. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I don't feel like when we talked a lot, you know, a year ago, I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like either us, either of us really quite understood how hard we are on it, on ourselves. Yeah. Like yeah. we are our worst critics. Oh my gosh. We're so mean to ourselves. I'm so, I'm such an ass to myself. <laughs> yeah, but, but you have, I've noticed cause you're so open about seeing a therapist and, mm-hmm. and regularly talking to a therapist. And I think I have really noticed 
there's such a great positive energy yeah. in you and, and it has transformed you. So. It has really okay. inspired us and like it keeps pushing us and reminding us to get our own therapist. Yes. So I'm like, I want that glow. <laughs> we've, we've made the appointments. So we're one step closer. Yeah. Huge thank you to our sis, Annalie, for joining us. Thank Wait, you. Are you tearing up right now? I am. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. We can keep Happy talking. that you said I have a glow because no, I don't. I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, Hannah. Oh. Hannah's going to cry. <laughs> well, now Drew's going to cry. Yeah, I am. No, Drew did tear up on set today. You did? When you were talking about your dad. Yeah, you a little did? bit. Yeah, little it bit. made me tear up too. I thought that was too. just a breeze. <laughs> my tear landed on my mask and <laughs> absorbed. <laughs> well, I'm feeling a whole lot of love in this room. Thank you so much to our sis, Annalie, for joining us. It actually was a really fun dynamic to have you yeah. as a part of the group. Yeah, we should do this more. Should we do this more? Mm. Can you moderate all of our... Um, Disputes? Disputes sound so serious. Oh, um, all of our communications. All of our love... Discussions. Oh, there we go. All of our love discussions. Just, yeah, there we go. Yeah. And we, we do want to say a huge thank you to all of our at-home homies, Brandon Angelino. <laughs> Hannah Lee Bell. Hannah Fan. Courtney Iwanis. West Friends. Chris Cobain. Jessica Brian Harvey. And Nicole Schachter. Plus Victoria Shaw and Chad Carlson for our theme music, Feels Like Home. And our music is composed by Rick Russo. Thanks, everyone. And we will talk to you next week. Yes. Don't forget to subscribe and rate if you have a second and comment or message us or send us love letters you can, on at home. You know what? <laughs> Pigeon mail if you want to send a love letter. But yeah, hit us up on social <laughs> at at home. And I love you, Linda. Love you. Love you, Emily. Love you. Love you. Love you.